Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I am back again. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Back What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us again this week, and welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. I'm Keith Battle, and uh, I'm excited, as always, about our time together. And uh, today's topic is God made me strong. Mm-hmm. God made me strong. He didn't just make me. He didn't make me he didn't make me, he didn't make a mistake on me, but God made me strong. God has strengthened us in certain particular ways. And uh, we're going to be talking about that today. Got my brothers with me today. My man, James Antoine Marshall. They say what now? Uh, back again? <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the Lawrence Maurice Page. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. Good to be yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And they are subject matter experts today on this topic of strength and how God made us all strong. And so, guys, I want to start with what we're going to be talking about today is how God made us and designed us and something that you all really have a passion about and to spend a, a, a considerable amount of time researching and studying and being trained in this area. And that is the Clifton Strengths Finders program and test and all of the things that come out of it. And it's used to identify and evaluate uh, where uh, an individual has potential for building strength in their life. And it measures recurring patterns of thought, of feeling and behavior. And it's a very popular test. I'm finding out. And uh, if you haven't taken a test and you're listening to this, it takes about 35 to 45 minutes to complete the test. And guys, how much does it cost? Is it is there a cost to take the test? Yes, there is. So the cost, if you just as an individual want to go to the website um, to take the test is I think 40, they may have a sale going on that right now. It's like $49, $9 and some change, mm-hmm. but um, you're limited in the uh, amount of data you can get from if an individual just goes on and takes it, gets it themselves, they can get their reports, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be, it, Gallup does a great job of, you know, outlining the report, but it's, it's difficult. It's better if you can find a certified strengths coach to connect with to get the report for you because you'll um, get more information and it'll be broken down in a little, I think, easier way to understand. But And so and so you mentioned Gallup. Gallup is in partnership with Clifton Strengths Finder on this project. This so Gallup is the company that manages Clifton Strengths. Mm-hmm. So Don Clifton, who was the they call the father of the Clifton Strengths mm-hmm. platform, he actually bought an analytical firm from a gentleman last name Gallup. Mm-hmm. And it was a company that was really focused on uh, general analytics um, and they were working with like, a, I think it was a construction company to start off with or something like that. But Don Clifton um, purchased a cu- company from a guy general, originally named Gallup. And so Gallup is the company now in, that produces um, the Clifton Strengths uh, Finder uh, uh, assessment. Mm-hmm. OK, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. First of all, so that people can get a grasp on how popular this test is. 
Uh, Larry, off offline before we went on, you were telling me how popular this test is in corporate America and across the country. Tell us about that. Yeah, but, uh, they shared at our at the conference that 22 million people have taken uh, the Strengths Finders test, and um, 450 out of of your Fortune 500 companies are affiliated with the Strengths Finders uh, product on some level. Wow! I think 450 out of 500 Fortune 500 companies yeah. are affiliated with this process, this tool, yeah. and 22 million people have taken it. Yeah. That's significant. And I don't know if you're listening, if you've ever taken it, but after this, after this podcast, I believe you're going to take it. And these guys are going to give you several reasons why. Now, the test summarizes that there are 34 strengths that a person can have and they come in four domains. So without going into all the strengths, because that's too much to memorize, what are the main four domains that you all that, that a person's strengths can be categorized in? Well, I, I do want to make a, some slight correction. Okay. So they call it Clifton Strengths, a strength okay. finder. Um, but the 34 uh, themes aren't strengths. Themes. Yeah. Yeah. They're talent themes. They're talent themes. So with talents, mm. they assess, your, they assess your, your, your natural talents and they categorize them into 34 themes. And these 34 themes are 34 themes that all of us have, but they only become strengths when we capitalize and maximize on what we are best at, our top talent wow. categories. Mm -hmm. So wow. strengths is a little bit of a misnomer um, because they're not strengths until you have put energy and work on them. Mm. Mm. So how do I invest in my talents, if I if I discover my talents, right, and I find out what are what are the top talents amongst the thirty four options, and just name a couple of them that just surface to y'all's mind, how do I invest in my talent to turn it into a strength? Um, it's a great question. Uh, so I'll give you one uh, that you heard at the top of this uh, podcast, mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Marshall. <laughs> When you asked him about um, the relationship between Gallup and Clifton, he immediately gave you context. That's right. And when he first started talking, context went off in my head because I so that's probably one of his talent things that it's I'm my, it's it's part like, of my top five. Yes. Yeah. Part of right. top five. So. So. So wait, context is a talent to context yep. is a talent. People who are naturally oriented to uh, thinking about. Uh, the past and the overall circumstance mm -hmm. of any particular matter mm -hmm. are people who feel more natural with, with context. You know, it's the people that when you ask them questions like, uh, so what's going on? And they say things like this. Well, I got to start from the top, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. let me naturally tell you about, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. Let me give you some background. Mm -hmm. Are people who, uh, have a natural um, uh, probably infinity towards the talent theme more than some of the other themes. So, so let's take, so, so back to that. So Pastor Larry, you were, you were explaining now he's got that talent, right? Yes. Yeah. How can the talent of context as it's just been defined be developed into a strength? Uh, excellent. I would say somebody with that talent 
uh, it would be great for them to consider studying history or to even partner with somebody else that's uh, great and uh, that has the, uh, the that's strong in the ta- the context uh, talent thing. Um, watching uh, um, YouTube uh, videos on the thing. Um, I would say that you want to become a PhD of you. You 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 want to become a specialist of you. So um, again, watching YouTube videos, you can you can go to to YouTube and t- type in Theme Thursday, mm-hmm. Theme Thursday, and put in whatever talent theme you want to focus on, and they will unpack it and open it up. Um, and then more pragmatically, you can also, again, like I said, begin to sharpen your handle of history. That's what context, that's the benefit that context is going to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. They're not going to just look at now. They're not going to look at where you're going. They interpret where we're heading based on where we've been to some extent. And they can protect mm-hmm. you from making some really dumb moves. <laughs> wow. They're going to bring uh, a, a, a fuller image of whatever decision you're making context is going to give you the backdrop for it now we can decide based on this um so that's good anything you want to add to that even if it's not context pastor james let's say it's another talent or it can be context anything you want to add to how a person no i think i think think, you know pastor page really packaged it well the key about making your your top talents strengths is about finding ways to use them every single day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to use them in areas that you may be weak in to use them in areas that you're that you're strong in. Uh, so one of the things that I do um, that helps me better manage meetings mm-hmm. is whenever I start a meeting, I always ask, OK, let's set up the context. Let's give some background about what got us to this point of this meeting. Mm-hmm. When I do counseling sessions. Uh, when I meet with couples, I always want to know, okay, tell me about where you, where you've been, where you've come from, your family structure, mm-hmm. all those things. And so what that does is it helps me stay more focused in meetings. Mm-hmm. It helps me, um, to really understand the purpose and give passion to meetings mm-hmm. whenever I take the time to understand the context behind it. And so I find ways to use it every day. And so your theme, you know, you could have, um, something like, um, uh, strategic, mm-hmm. uh, for an example, mm-hmm. and that might be a top talent for you. And so, you know, one of the ways that you turn it into a strength is you find ways every day of your your life to create a strategy around various um, uh, things in your life. You know, uh, if you want to do a better job of organizing your house, sit down and say, okay, what's the best strategy for it? Mm-hmm. And what it will do is it will help you be more connected to that. So you can use it in your everyday life. It's used a lot in business. Um, but the key is finding ways to make these talent themes that you find out from this assessment are more native to you, more natural for you and find ways to use them every day. Um, and I would add to it, um, mm-hmm. connecting with a coach. I think is a great way to uh, build your your talent and turn it into a theme. And what Pastor Marshall just mentioned, we call aiming. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the idea of being intentional. Like right now, PB, you're using Pastor Battle. You're using your talent themes all the time. The difference is when it becomes a strength, you're not only aware of it, but you're intentional about using it. And that's that's what you're. You're, you're working towards to make this more second nature uh, in terms of how you, you operate. 
you know, what excites me about this in, in our culture, in our context, in our, in our organization, and I want to talk to you a little bit more about how how this happened, how you guys got involved and how it's changed our organization. Um, the thing that's intriguing to me is like, I feel like I'm kind of a failure in this space because I feel like I should be studying me more Hmm. using this context. Hmm. Yeah. And Hmm. like, so that I know what I best bring to the table Hmm. and I know why I may disengage in some areas because it may be an area of weakness, but I don't like, I'm just, I'm looking at my stuff now and I'm pulling out forms and papers and, you know, the only thing I can remember is that I'm competitive. So I was the only one I remember. Yeah, number one. Yeah, number one is competition. Right. So then I look and I see these other ones like Achiever and Activator and Futuristic and Significance. And and I feel like I should be studying those more so that I can do what you just said, Larry, and that is bringing uh, intentionally using them every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And not, in other words, don't just be me every day, but be aware of the me that I'm being. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> wow. Kind of changes it for me. That's why this is such a challenge. And I hope you're listening right now because we're not, we're not just doing this because we don't have anything else to do. I think this is so very important that it's become a part of our culture. We see it up on the walls in our office space People are having conversations around it. We have training every month around it, conversations around it. And I, I want I want y'all to go back for a minute and talk about how y'all got involved with this. How how did this all start? And and what have you all been doing over the last couple of years as it relates to this whole piece called Strength Finders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I had loosely heard of Clifton Strengths. I wasn't really familiar with it. Um, I have been familiar with other assessments like Myers-Briggs and DISC and some of the other ones, but it was a real loose association with it. And they were actually having a conference and the pastor page brought it to my attention and said, hey, man, I'd like to go to this conference. You, you know, you should check it out. And so I looked into it and, you know, I was intrigued. Um, and so I went um, and actually watched um a a YouTube clip of someone giving a general presentation of Clifton, Clifton strengths. Mm-hmm. And um, man, I was just floored. So I said, okay, you know, I'll, you know, roll with you. And we were, I think going to Omaha mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for the conference. And I said, I'll go with you because I was intrigued by it and uh, signed up for the classes and to uh, was so intrigued by it. I signed up for the class to get certified myself to be a strengths coach. And, Man, it's, it's, it's changed my life, man. Um, so that's kind of the background, how it came, came to my attention. But I think, Paige, you have more of a history with Clifton. Not not much more in, in that I was the same as you. Most assessments, we get our little reports yeah. and then we bury them. And mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say for anybody's listening, um, man, th- this report can change your income um, if you take the time to invest in yourself. Um, and, and I'm saying that because I got I took the test in 2006 for my wife and I were going through a church planners um, program assessment. You're, you're familiar with that, PB. And they had yeah. to take the strength finders. And there was one session in which um, and I have my wife report in front of me right now. Her number one is context. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she and I had uh, disagreements because I always felt like she wouldn't let stuff go. Uh, and I would say, you know, you're being petty, you know, when you're in church, you know, you, you, you say, hey, the Lord calls us to forgive. I completely mislabeled and misinterpreted her talent. And mm-hmm. in that time, when I found out that her strength was context, God literally put me with somebody who would protect me from making dumb decisions. It changed wow. the flavor. We, we never had arguments about that stuff again because I knew she wasn't just holding on to stuff or being petty. History is how God had made her gifted. It's how he gifted her. Bless my marriage. So I am telling you, I, <laughs> I wasn't even in the strength at that point. Right, right, right. I wasn't. You know, you know just, it's interesting because, um, man, so many things came out of that. And I do want to go dig into that a little bit and, and have to, to talk to the person who's saying, you know, maybe you're in a job where um, you don't see how your strengths and and your talents impact your employment because maybe you're not doing the thing that maximizes it. But even in your relationships in your home, these things can benefit you uh-huh. if you have an understanding of your wife's or your husband's strengths and talents and your children, maybe even if there's ways that that could be identified. And when you said that, when I thought of context, I thought of the word wisdom. Mm. So I thought of even though the fact that Pastor Mark was almost 20 years younger than me, because he's, his strength is context and he operates in wisdom, there are decisions that I make. I can see him putting his hand in his hip face like at all. His face <laughs> is kind of, oh, God, what is he doing? I mean, I, I just yeah. both of us are thinking about recent decisions even now that we're paying for because I don't always think through context. Mm-hmm. I'm an achiever. I'm competitive. I'm futuristic. So I'm, I'm usually moving. Uh-huh. And he's, he's thinking about the bigger picture. <laughs> and you know what's, what's funny, Pastor, about I never, until you just said that, I never pay attention. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why we, we compliment that each other so funny, well, man. because I, I glance down at your, I have your top, I have our whole staff's top 34, but I glance down at your 34 in context is your number 34. <laughs> I'm trying to find that sheet of paper because basically for y'all listening, I, there's a whole folder we have about ourselves and I'm trying to find that piece of paper. But I was looking to see how low context was. It's your number. You I have absolutely no wisdom at all. Well, so it's not that you don't have wisdom. You know, because you, 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 you are like the wisest wise dude I but know. It's just that it's just that it takes more energy for you to have to think about all the background and the history and all that stuff mm-hmm. before you will make a decision. Mm-hmm. It just takes more energy for you to do it. Yeah. It doesn't mean you yeah. can't do it. It, it just right. it's not it's not what's most it's native natural. to you yeah. and natural to you. But one of the things that I would I was going to say too that I think is. Part of this process of really understanding, like you say, I like what you said earlier about understanding who we are, is just really seeing how we use it from day to day. Yeah. You, yeah. you use, like, for example, competition. One of the things that you started recently 
is um, at our in our staff meetings, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this because I'm going to share it anyway. But <laughs> one of the things you started implementing real recently that I think I is know you said in context. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's how you, how you use it. That's, that's how, how you develop it. But one of the things you you do more recently in our staff meetings is you do this this section in our staff meetings where you say you're the CEO or something like that, right? You're the CEO for the day, mm-hmm. and if you were running this company, yeah. what would you do? But mm-hmm. in that, you really use your competition theme because one of the things you come alive when you hear about what other great organizations are doing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the mm-hmm. key essentials about competition theme is that it's comparison. It's yeah. how you compare yourself yes. to other people. Yes. And so yes. you naturally do that. Like yeah. you came alive earlier in the, in the, in the, in our podcast when Pastor Page said 450 out of the top 500 companies are using yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You was like, whoa. Because yeah, it's we, need to, we need to get on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need to get with that, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. And so when yeah. you naturally see other organizations doing things well, you naturally come back to our staff and you challenge us and you stretch us because you say, yeah. "Why aren't we doing this?" Yeah. And we should right. be doing that. And we should be, you know, because of that. It's that competition theme that you use. Yes. And so wow. when people look at their everyday behavior and their everyday activity mm-hmm. and they see what comes so natural for them, they begin to see these themes, you know, Dude, and who they are. You all can't, they can't see me right now. I'm going to throw my phone directly at my, <laughs> my screen. This is so good, man. Um, you know, go ahead, Pastor Larry. No, I, I don't want to get ahead of the, because uh, you may have some flow. I just, I want to go back for a second to marriage, right? Yes, that's Y'all know that's my thing, right? That's my, mm-hmm. my thing. My thing is leadership and relationships and, and purpose and business. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man, this could be an incredibly powerful tool God. in a marriage counseling situation to, to eliminate frustration and tension and misunderstanding and 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 misjudging a person like wow they, they have a whole book on it yeah strengthens marriages mm-hmm. I, yep and i'm gonna tell you why if i can why most couples won't get the blessing of this mm. and i'm gonna tell you why is because we mismanage our resources and we refuse to pay for this type of tool wow. in our marriages. Wow. Mm-hmm. When couples see that as a couple, we're going to have to pay, start off with just doing the assessment and pay a hundred dollars for it. Mm-hmm. You know, then they're going to mm-hmm. be like, well, nah, you know, I'm all, I'm all good. It's all right. It's all right. Mm-hmm. And then they see, I got to pay another, you know, hundred, you know, couple hundred dollars for an hour of coaching or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. or they got to buy a book. Mm-hmm. They, they run from it. Mm-hmm. And my thinking is, okay, would you, you spend hundreds of dollars to, you know, go to, you know, dinner and Blanc or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these little, go see a movie or go to see a concert or go see a show. And while that stuff is good and it's helpful, it's not going to help you to better understand your spouse and better understand your own frustration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, they don't want to invest in their marriage, man. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. sad. Well, I'll say this revelation and insight is priceless. Mm. And if I'm stuck in a situation where I can't, where there's confusion and we arguing over petty stuff and back and forth and back and forth about stuff. And you can sit us down and have a test. And not only will we get insight and revelation, 
um, we start laughing about it. Like we start laughing at the thing that used to make us angry with each other. That's priceless. And so just right here, before anybody gets off, please, please tell people. And I know we got a little, a, a long way to go in this conversation. Tell people, each each of you, how somebody can get in touch with y'all to get help with this specific thing. If somebody wanted to reach out to y'all and say, I want a session. I want training in this spot. I want help with my marriage around strength finders. Obviously, there's more y'all can help them with. But even around this tool, um, because you both are certified to help mm-hmm. to help people in this area. Mm-hmm. Um how can they reach you one at a time? Just tell them uh, how they can reach y'all. Sure. Um, the easiest, well, the best way to reach me is through email. Um, Lpage, L-P-A-I-G-E, at modus, M-O-D-U-S, strengths. That's with an S, plural, modusstrengths.com. Lpage at modusstrengths.com. Perfect. It's Larry Page. Yes. And James Marshall. Yeah. So the best way to get access to, um, you know, my packages and things, you can go to marshallministries.com and click on schedule counseling and that will show you counseling things, but you won't get access to this. So in order to get access um, to this, you're going to have to email um, or if you go to marshallministries.com, that's the place to start. If you click on the top right corner, you'll see um, three drop downs, home, contact us and schedule counseling. You want to click on contact us. And right there on that page, you can put your email in your name and just put in the email that you desire strengths coaching. Um, and then my team will email you back what those packages are, what they look like so that you can get connected to that. But it's not it's not something you can do that's available on the website for you just to do, um, because, you know, most of my focus is, as you all know, is around counseling couples. Um, so this is a service that's only available by request that I provide. Um, yeah. But yeah. MarshallMinistries.com, upper right corner, you click on the drop down, click contact us. Um, you can click schedule counseling if you just want counseling, but click contact us and you'll be able to um, put in the form that you're interested in, in a strengths coaching session. So what do you call that? What strength is that when you say the same thing four times? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good part of it. That's part of the content. I kept thinking every time he's going to say something different and he said the same thing four times. Yes, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably more uh, oh, command. Command is probably more command than yeah. context. You guys, uh, can we go back to the to the marriage? Um, Absolutely, please do, please do. Listen, the the you know one of the most difficult aspects of changing behavior is changing thinking, and what. What a report does is it contributes to a new framework. You you start to think differently. And what I what I found out personally is I moved by kind of beginning to understand my wife. I moved from recreation to appreciation. Like like instead of saying, how can I fix her? Because that's what people do in marriage. Mm-hmm. They come so to Hold it. Now. Do a James Marshall right there and repeat. <laughs> he got to use his command. He got to use his command. 
Don't yeah. you drop a bomb like that and not we make yeah. people yeah. gotta write it down, so repeat it. Dude, recreation to appreciation. Because uh-huh. my initial thought was, how do I fix my wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do I fix her? She's broke. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. God showed me is she's not broke, she's your compliment. She's mm. not she's not supposed to be the same. Right. You your job is to appreciate the talent because you mm. don't have it. So mm. when we don't have a talent, we don't appreciate it. That's we right. try to recreate it to mm. fit who we are. That's right. And we bang it up in, mm. in common mm. vernacular. Leave it alone and just say, Lord, teach me how to appreciate what I'm not. Yep. Game okay. Game. And, and, but that's what strength is all about. That's what it's about. Strength is is about focusing on what's right about yes. people instead of focusing what's on what's wrong. wrong about people. That's that is it. And that's the whole heart about strength. That's it. Let's focus on what's right about you and maximize those things Stop. as opposed to focus on what's wrong with you and mm. trying to, you know, like past pay say, recreate those things. Yeah, game changer. Is it so so but honestly Okay, so we're, we're, we're saying this right now because we're all sitting in our various offices having a con- conversation around it, right? Mm-hmm. But that can be a challenge in real time, right? When somebody's getting on your nerves and you're sick and tired of them and mm-hmm. they keep crossing the line, isn't it, you know, let's, how do you do that in real time? Because we all have people that we either work with or live with and the, and we're not really thinking about how strong is this person? We're thinking about this person gets on my last nerves and I really would just can't wait till they grow up and get their own place and leave the house. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till they find out, till they get another job, somebody hire them or we can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you, you know, I guess I, I don't want to give people a false sense of yeah. comfort that, oh man, we're going to take these tests, going to give my spouse a test, my coworkers a test, yeah. and we'll all be one happy family. You yeah. got to work at it, PB. I mean, um, part of part of developing or sh- or shifting your will is developing skill. You can't wait until you're in the moment of crisis yeah. to then think you're going to pull a trick out of wow. you. Wow! Um, so, so it's it's the preparation. Yes, 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 sir. yes so, sir. And so both a question. Let me ask you both a question. Mm-hmm. Let me let me throw this question out here. Mm-hmm. If strength finders, by its very core and nature helps us to focus on people's strengths and not their weaknesses. Mm. You all agree in my topic today that God made us all strong in some way. Wow. Wow. Do y'all believe that? Or are there people that you've dealt with in life that make you question it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to unpack that, Doc. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think God has made us all strong, Mm -hmm. just not strong at everything. Wow. Exactly. But does, you know, Mm, that's good, Doc. But we are strong as something, right? Yeah. Everybody. And, Matter of fact, the thirty-four talent things we we all we all possess we them. all possess them. We just possess them in different concentrations, in different packages, and 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 that's where the domains come in. Past the battle, we have four domains, and we never said those. We domains. never talked yeah. about that. You know? Yeah. What are those domains? That was from the first question. Yeah. yeah. So the first domain is executing, mm-hmm. and. These are all the talent themes that um, relate to getting things done, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know? Uh, moving the ball, getting, keeping it going, doing the next thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's influencing. And these are all the talent themes that relate to 
being able to do just that, mm-hmm. um, sway people's thinking, mm-hmm. motivate people, get people moving by way of the the natural sense you give them to follow you. Mm-hmm. Um, then there, the 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 third theme is um, relationship, relationship building. Relationship mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the fourth is you said strategic thinking. I haven't said that strategic. Okay. But relationship building is is just that. It's all the themes that kind of work with building relationships and um, getting people connected with one another getting to the heart of who people are, staying connected to people, involving people mm-hmm. is all about relation building. And then the last one, as Pastor Page mentioned, is, is strategic thinking. And these are all the talent theme areas that fit under the the process in which people conceptualize ideas and um, conceptualize methods and plans um, and 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 use those uh, those themes to create a framework mm-hmm. so to speak yeah and if you had to guess past battle at what domain in terms of top five talent things is most what domain would be most rarest of the four which one would you think it would be for uh people generally like the 22 million who've taken it yeah generally people who take the test and fall in four domains which domain in terms of top five talent things would you you would you guess would be rarest so Oh, I I just know for me, my top 10 relationship building, my highest relationship building is 11. Mm-hmm. So my top two are influencing and executing and then strategic thinking is next. So I don't I don't know what strategic thinking. No, it's influencing. It's influencing. I just wanted to. That's my top one. Yeah. 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 So that means you're a rare breed. You're a rare breed. <laughs> I and got five. So one, two. One is number one is in there, four, five, six, and nine. Yeah, and your top ten, that's a you know, that's a that's a so God has wired you for what you do. This is what we're trying to say. That they're not bringing this stuff up out of thin air. Yeah. They're basing it basing it upon the way you answer the questions on the test. And it can help you understand whether you're in the right job, right role, right relationship. Right job, right role, right, right relationship. relationship. Yeah, game changer. Well, hey, hold it now. Once you get married, you're in the right relationship. Well, I tell you what, some people ain't married or get ready to make marriage decisions. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're engaged. Yeah, and, and 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 what they're basing. You know how people say we got so much in common. You're right. That's wow. not always a good thing. Yeah. Wow. It's not always yeah. a good thing. Not at all. Yeah. Matter of fact. When I when I got married, I really married to some extent based upon what what God was leading me, not so much the goosebumps. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Now, 21 years later, I'm like, Lord, <laughs> yeah, you looked out for me better than I could have looked out for myself. Well, you know, one of the things I, I like to add to that, um, to go back to what you were mentioning earlier, Pastor, about it, like how do we manage people's differences in real time? Mm. And I had to, I just literally, before we jumped on this podcast, had to do that mm. um, on a call because I felt myself getting mm-hmm. so aggravated mm-hmm. and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it was really what, what got me through the real time moment was just the self-talk to myself. Wow. Like, good, James, yeah. you know, I can't take this personal. Don't make this about you. Mm-hmm. This is 
this is how a person's wired. It's wow. really talking That's myself kind of off the ledge um, so that I can just get through that moment. Now it doesn't, it still doesn't mean that things that, you know, things ain't got to get done and mm-hmm. things ain't got to be addressed and people don't have to be addressed. But what it does is it minimizing, it minimizes my outbursts of mm-hmm. anger and frustration in the moment mm-hmm. so that I can understand that it's not always someone just trying to get under your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think that that's one of the things that really, really, helps us in those in those in those moments is is just understanding that you know your frustration may not just be an indication that the person doesn't need to be there your frustration may be an indication that you got to learn how to manage someone with a different set Mm -hmm. of skills let me say this i think first of all again thank y'all so much for being on to any business owner out there whether it's a small business mid-sized business or even if you're 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 leading a larger enterprise like you mm. do yourself a favor <laughs> and get get connected with this because even if you're not the person who's doing it empower the people who do it like i can tell tell james and larry in a moment past they pastor campuses they have significant ministerial roles here in our church but this is so important to me if they got to be gone to go get this kind of training, go across the country and spend several days away is so important to our culture. Mm. Get this, you see it in the staff meetings and the mm. and when people have a feeling of feeling understood and appreciated and valued for how they've been uniquely made. Because the thing is, we can't really change how we're made. Like you know, right. we have seen people go bleach their skin or or get uh-huh. fake fake booties or get breast implants or the whole nine trying to change the way they've been made. But one thing you're not going to be able to change is how you've been uniquely wired and your strengths and talents or your talents and making them into strengths. So this is such an important tool that I wanted to bring it to our attention today. And I'm so grateful for y'all. I got a couple more questions before we wrap up. Mm -hmm. One is just out of curiosity is there any connection between strengths and spiritual gifts? Is that is that ever a conversation that comes mm-hmm. up, or is there okay faith based? They have a faith based, yeah. yeah. So Gallup has a uh, faith based arm under uh, this whole idea around strengths. Um, there were even me and Pastor Page kind of laughed at it a little bit while we was at the conference. We, we recently came back from training. Uh, uh, further training, I should say, around some of this stuff, but they have a <laughs> a uh, what would you say a resource yeah. that they highlight strengths in people who were in the Bible, mm-hmm. and they show you kind of how this person must have had this strength and how it was used. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a little subjective because obviously a person couldn't take the assessment <laughs> right, themselves, right, right. but. Um, there is it is heavily rooted in um, your you know in in understanding who you are biblically. Now, I will say there is a difference between something that you may have naturally been born inclined towards mm-hmm. and something that you may receive by being reborn or born again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I do want to make a distinction between the two. Um, mm-hmm. 
that, you know, there are people who have spiritual gifts because of their connection to to Christ versus people who have natural gifting. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. OK. Another question. I want to we talked about how this thing can impact the marriage. And that's really exciting. How about parenting? You know, there are people listening right now and they have. I always say the two hardest ages for a child is when they're two years old and when they're around 15, 16 years old. Right. What do you do when you have a child that you're considering uh, murdering and hiding the evidence? (laughs) Um, No, no, just joking. How is this? How does this affect maybe even your parenting? Yeah. They have a book. Um strength based parenting. Yeah, and and I wanna I actually my son is fifteen. Well, he's gonna return sixteen this week, but um they actually have a strengths based assessment for the teenage group, you know, the you know, the youth. It's called strengthsquest.com. It's but it's through Gallup. Um and it was once again very illuminating um, for me. In his top 10, uh, he has a talent thing called woo and another called communication. Mm. So imagine for woo, woo is the, um, it's an influencing thing, uh, is a very social, social butterfly. You can connect with a lot of people. Mm. Uh, it goes wide. Um, the communication just a knack for storytelling, putting your thoughts into words. Mm-hmm. And so he's gifted at this. So imagine if you're a parent and you're constantly getting a report from your teachers mm-hmm. that says he's talkative. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a bad kid, but he's always, you know, entertaining in class. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very popular or whatever the case may be. That report um, helped me to look back on some engagement I've had with instructors and realize that I could have been a better advocate. Uh, in one case, I told a teacher um, who had some voice voice issues. Her voice uh, was strained. She couldn't talk loud. I asked her at the table. I said, speak louder. Right. And obviously she couldn't. I said the same way that you're not able to do certain things. Um, I said, you know, a child may have some some limitations placed on them the same way you may have abilities. I said, isn't it funny that the kids who get perfect behavior uh, sometimes are introverts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't say they naturally don't talk. I said, but my kid gets penalized because he's naturally wired to want to talk. Learns to talk. He learned. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just, just something like that can just help you to at least be an advocate and not just say, why, why are you always cutting up? Yeah. And, I think, yeah. No, you just, that's so profound because what we want to tell them because we're tired of the calls and we're tired of the parent meetings and we're tired of that. We tell them to shut up. Yeah. But really what we tell them to do is shut down. Wow. Is, wow. You're me to just close my mouth. You're asking me to shut down my system, which, wow. is, which could impact. Wow. Because you don't want me to run my mouth, but it may be my mouth that runs me into fortunes and wow. And, Future and all of that. Good, doc. And 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 that's good. So now we have, you know, in our county, as you all know, there's a couple in our county who's responsible for bringing this mm-hmm. tool 
into the Prince George's County school system where we live here. And I don't know if they're utilizing it because I've long lost confidence in our school system's ability to instruct boys, particularly African-American boys, for that reason. Yeah. And I think, you know, teachers are culturally in, you know, intimidated by strong personality, black males, and it ends up, you know, continuing throughout their life with police and all of that stuff. So we really have to, we really have to advocate for our boys in ways that may include pulling them out of environments that can't handle them being their whole self. And that's the thing that, that I think becomes a challenge because their education may be expensive to, in order to provide that. Wow. Yeah. That's a good picture. Yeah. It's sad, though, man. It's it, sad. It, it I, is. Okay. Long time. My wife tried to get us out of this county, but I was so committed to building a church here, I was willing to pay mm-hmm. a significant amount of money. Our, our son, our son's tuition in middle school costs more. One year of middle school for my son costs more than my daughter's college education for four and a half years. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. But he wouldn't have had a chance. Mm. Mm. I mean, we'd have been in, I'd have had to go to school with him. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so for parents that may, you know, run into an argument or tension with their youth, I'll show you another example of how it helped me because he has woo and communication in his top 10 and I have woo and communication in mine. Can you imagine the level of conflict that he and I have? Oh, <laughs> because Wu really stands for winning others over. Mm-hmm. So, so, so put the two together in a mm. conversation. Both of us want to win the argument. Wow. And knowing that now yep. I've learned because obviously I should be the most mature. I learned how to disengage <laughs> because he hadn't learned how to put brakes on that yet. And then wow. I come back around and I celebrate it because I say, that's a great, that's, that's what lawyers have. In them, son, you know, so even though we may have tension because I understand what's in him, I don't try to crush him in the Mm -hmm. midst of that argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like how, you know, there are a lot of universities now who are adopting strengths. Um, In in fact, university in the University of Nebraska, before you get accepted, well, I think it's it's somewhere in your acceptance process, you have to take a strengths uh, assessment. Wow. Um, and then they use that wow. in how you discover your major and how you get involved in certain things. It's mm. a very, very great uh, tool and resource. Dude. And I think that if more teachers, parents, those of us who have been geared with the responsibility of the next generation, game changer. take yeah. the time, manage our frustration, sit down and try to understand people. It's going to make a difference, man. Dude, how much energy do we spend trying not to be us? You know, because somebody have a comment about something that is a gift, but they can't appreciate it. So you you hold it in, suppress it, bury it, and it could be a moneymaker for you. So, Wow. One last question, guys, before we go. We talked about strengths. We talked about strengths. We talked about strengths and how God made us strong. But obviously, the antithesis of strength is weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, you all in your training have learned how we can use strategies for dealing with weakness. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, basically the idea is 
with some of the talents that are more natural to me, I can pull on those two talents in order to uh, make up for something that I might be uh, lesser talented in in how I achieve it. For an example, um, one of the things that is extremely low for me is discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just, I, I'm not a very regimented person. Right. I, I, right. I just, right. to do the same thing over and over again at the same mm-hmm. time in the same place, it, it, it drains me. And so the moments when I have to be more disciplined, I pull on something that I'm stronger in, which is belief. And belief mm-hmm. is the thing that really motivates me to understand the why behind what I am mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I pull on that thing to really um, make me more disciplined in certain areas. I have to be disciplined in like y'all know personally that I'm an extreme introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I prefer solitude. I prefer being by myself. I prefer I get energy in that regard. Mm-hmm. But in the duties of my functions that I, have to, I use to be more extroverted, I pull on mm-hmm. my strengths in order to, to do it. Like I'll pull on competition mm-hmm. and compare and that whole comparison thing. And I make things for me like a game, like, mm-hmm. you know, all right, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the person in the room that's going to be the quietest or something mm-hmm. like that. When naturally I want to be that, mm-hmm. you know, but there are certain moments when I have to go before people and I have to mm-hmm. do things. And so the key is, Understanding the areas that I'm lesser talented in mm-hmm. and then using my stronger talents uh, and combining them sometimes to make up for some of those lesser talents. You do a great job of it because nobody would ever think that you didn't want to talk. In a, in a, <laughs> right. Yeah, you on it, God. That's good. Anything to add to that, Pastor Page? Yeah, I think Pastor Marshall hit it well. I think the first is recognizing it that a weakness can be anything that gets in the way of your strengths. Um, or, so the, the key is, uh, you know, you, if you don't see it, then you can't, you can't, you can't manage it, which is the second thing I tell people to do. You, you know, and, and what I mean by manage your weakness, sometimes the best way to deal with it is to complement the weakness. You, you need somebody on your team that can that can balance out what you don't have. For example, discipline is number 34 out of <laughs> 34 things for me. Uh, my wife, discipline is number four in her mm. top five. You see the beauty of that? So mm-hmm. when it comes to structure, routine, yep. you know, I let her do that, man. You know, because I understand my weakness. Um yeah, so those are those are a couple of ways that you you can do, you can you can address it. Your strengths can be a weakness. Oh yeah, in the basement. <laughs> you can live in the basement of somebody that may have communication may talk too much. Yep. <laughs> so 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 you got to recognize, yep. you know, you know, all talent doesn't start off great. Yeah, I mean, know? just like context, the basement of context yeah. is staying so far in the past that you never move forward. Wow. Wow. And so wow. there good. is basements to every to single every talent. talent. And yeah. we haven't, I haven't, uh, even in our staff, we haven't got to that part of the training yet. Yeah. Um, but that's some, something that's coming up for our staff yeah. where we help our staff understand the basements of even your top talents. Yeah. Every, yeah. every talent has a basement. Oh, and I please, this is a, this is a, just a, a nugget for you. 
don't work on weaknesses. That's right. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. you spend your time working on your strengths. That's right. You recognize your weakness and you says, how do I manage them? But don't spend a bunch of energy because you're not going to get a good return uh, on your re- investment in terms yeah. of energy. Put your time in your, in your strength. That's so counterintuitive. It is. Because it everything is. in our world has been set up to wait, tell us to pro- find out what your weaknesses right. are and work on pour, or your money into your weaknesses. Yeah. And I'm saying there are going to be some things that I'm just never going to be great at. It's nah. no, I'm not a good singer. It's no. no point in me going to give voice lessons. You're going to work hard to be average. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just looking at. I'm so I'm. I got this chart on 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 you guys, and you both are you know very low in discipline. Um, another one of our our youth pastors, the same in Landover, 34 on discipline. Pastor Marshall, 31 on discipline. But you know, you look at Pastor Larry, and you see how committed he is to his fitness, his nutrition, and you say, how can this man be undisciplined? But then I look, and his number one is strategic. Mm-hmm. Wow. He wow. plans to op- he plans to compensate for his you lack doing it, of You're doing it. You're doing it, Doc. You doing it. Number four is adaptability. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I love it, man. I love yeah. it, guys. You got it, man. Y'all been listening to this. I know it's intriguing. It's very special. I would get pay for the test. And then knowing yourself is worth it. Um, yeah. you know, people go to palm readers and and hotlines <laughs> and try to figure out who they are and what's coming up. This is scientific. Yeah. It's spiritual. It's been proven over and over again. There's nobody amongst our team, 22 million people across the country, but certainly nobody on our team who's looked at that, looked at it, and didn't say anything but "Wow, this is yeah. me." It, yeah. It's such a relief and such a such a clarity, such a, a clarity provider provider of clarification for our lives so thanks again guys thanks for taking the time to break whatever you were working on today to come on the podcast we thank you all for listening today and please spread this word please share this post with other people it's going to really help people and change their lives this topic has been god made me strong he's made all of us strong and we need to maximize those strengths he's made all of us talented he's given us talents abilities and gifts and we need to maximize those, maximize those. And you can listen to this again, again, to focus on how you can be the best version of yourself and to know who you are. And again, thank our guests, James Marshall, Larry Page. Appreciate you, brothers. Thank Man, you. my pleasure. Bless you, sir. Thank you for letting us be on. All right. Awesome. awesome. I know the people miss y'all. They miss us on here cutting. Man, we gotta get back, man. We gotta go through, we gotta go to Marshall Ministries to get him. We gotta download on the top right. We gotta go to Motor Strengths to get them. We gotta go to <laughs> It's just hard getting them back on, y'all, but hopefully we'll get more of them soon. And again, thank y'all. We'll catch you right back here next time, right here on the Key Battle Podcast.